You're listening to Morning with Megan, a podcast where I talk about life, mental health, and everything in between. This week, I sit down with comedian Joy Mamie. All right, here we are. Welcome to Morning with Megan. Today, I'm joined by Joy Mamie. (laughs) Joy is one of my very close friends, a very quick and close friend. Um, She is an amazing comedian and improviser. Again, I want to thank you, Joy, for joining me today. I think we're going to have a lot of fun on this one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I am oh so excited. Thank you for having me. Uh, This is going to be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Joy, just in general, like with everything going on in the world, mm-hmm. how how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, honestly, life has gotten much better, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, depending on where you are, but I in in general, I I have been doing pretty okay. Um, you know, we're trying to you know, like live theater and sketches coming back and improv yeah. and doing the things with eye contact is happening again. So that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes me real happy. <laughs> but yeah, Absolutely. It was wild for a while there, huh? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And the, like, I'm lucky enough because I get to see you fairly often, yeah. which is so, I feel like I'm so lucky for that because my last couple guests are close friends of mine that I haven't been able to see in like two years. Yeah. So we were talking just like literally like, how have you been the last two years? What have you been doing in this blip of time? I think we all kind of described it as like the two two years that feels like an invisible one and a half year loop. Like Mm -hmm. it just sort of disappears. It all feels like one weird year to me. Like the end of 2019, early 2020 to like... December 2021, Mm -hmm. it all just feels like one weird blip. Yeah. One weird long time that everyone went through, um, which is very, very strange. Yeah. I, I would say, uh, I mean, for, for me, I'm going to just be real. It it felt, it was even longer because of, you know, illnesses before, and then the world got ill and then the, you know, it, it was a lot of, a lot of the same for a while. Um, I'm always like, oh, I don't want to talk about how, like, I don't want to be the guy who, like, I had cancer or whatever, but, like, I had cancer. <laughs> yeah. No, please. Yeah. I want to talk about the good, the real shit. The real shit. We're jumping in. But, yeah, it was, it's just always, it's always weird to me to think about because it's been, for me, about three, almost three years of this blip um, mm-hmm. just because of, like, you know, wearing masks and being away from everybody and, you know, living through the virtual <laughs> live, uh, life mm-hmm. before, you know. It was, it was all FaceTime before just exclusively Zoom. Um, yeah. But it was, yeah, I mean, I'm. it's weird to think about coming out of it now and everything's just like pushed forward. And I think there is a big relief of uh, like a, a certain sense of pressure has been taken away because everybody got put on pause for a while. So mm-hmm. it, it's finally feeling like things are moving extra fast now because... <laughs> Uh, because uh-huh. everything was in slow mo for so long, so yeah, yeah, yeah most strange. definitely. <laughs> it just—it's like the world kind of just woke up all of a sudden, and um, 
might, you know, as of the time that we're recording, like the LA mask mandate was just lifted, you yes. know, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And already my mom, she lives up North near Yosemite. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, the COVID cases are surging like nuts already. Mm-hmm. These idiots. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, that was fast. Yeah, That was really fast. And they're in a pretty small populated area up north, but it's still like, she's like, oh yeah, everyone's running to the grocery store, just getting what they can Oof. because we, they know it's going to be like quarantine city again. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I feel like that's going to happen pretty quickly in LA too. I'm, I'm trying not more so in LA only because we have such a population here. So. Yeah. And I'm really trying to stay optimistic. Like I still, I still wear my mask mm-hmm. out and I still wear my mask indoors. I think it's still the stupid thing though of like, well, I'm going to wear this in to then take it off when I'm eating and drinking. Mm -hmm. And then it's probably going to stay off and then I'm going to pay my bill and then put it on again to leave and Mm -hmm. then take it off when I'm outside. It's like, is it, do, is it fine? Is it helping? I don't know. But at the same time, it makes me feel safer. I think that's also a big part of it. Your Your feeling of security is also going to help you feel or I should say, help your body feel better and not be so, you know, I I am a firm, not only believer, but um, what am I trying to say? Uh, uh, Example of how stress is so toxic for our bodies. Um, It's, it's so toxic. It's, it holds on, it clenches to negativity. It fucks up our, uh, our cells. It's not good for us. Um, So I, I mean, again, I, I am in a different, uh, I don't know, mindset because I have just been doing it. Like it it just hasn't stopped. So I don't feel, I feel more weird without a mask now than I do with one. Um, Yeah. So it's, and I don't mind that feeling as much because like at the end of the day, it's like the only time I really feel insecure about it is when I'm in a place where they're not really caring about the, the pandemic and they're not really, you know, forward in, in turn, like I was in Orange County and I felt so sad because there, you know, I was at a family event and there were these little kids and, you know, I don't know whose children there are, but they're somehow connected to our family. And <laughs> we were, we were somebody's in, baby, somebody's baby. Like it was one of those big family events where I'm like, we're probably, you know, we at least have one <laughs> uh, cousin of some sort separation between us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we were in a, we were in a bar cause they were, there's some baseball game again. I, I don't know sports. I don't know anything, but we were wa- watching some sport and I was, had my mask on and again, I'm, you know, compromised. So I have extra not caring about like being the mask. Sure. But these little kids, they looked at me because like the whole place was essentially unmasked and they were looking at me and one little girl goes, why are you wearing your mask right now? Mm. And that messed with me a little bit. I was like, Oh, mm. honey, you're like eight. Like one, you shouldn't like one, the children shouldn't have to ask that question in terms of they never had to before, but more, I know. But the other side of it is it's just like, Oh, there's also a whole side of, of people who, who just don't, um, don't care and don't consider it as much and don't think it needs to be something that kids are implementing into their, into their normal life. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a really weird rock and hard place, you know, cause it's yeah. so unfair. It's just, the whole thing is unfair to the kids just more than it's anybody. It's so unfair. Like, and it's such an honest question. You know, yeah. it's like, 
Yeah. Like, like just curious, just, you know, pure curiosity. Like, why are you? What? I don't, you know, I just, cause she wants to know, not cause there's any judgment behind it at all. Cause no. she's a kid. It's like, no, really why? And, uh, I have that wanting to know too. Like I look around at a bar, right. And I'm like, yeah, how come you and not you? And how come me and not you? It's yeah. like, I have the same wonder wonderment of just it, 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 curiosity. It's like, what is fair. your <laughs> personal belief? What is your reasoning? Are you sick? Should I be afraid? All those yeah. questions. That That's a really important point. It's like, it, it, it mm-hmm. sat like, the, I mean, definitely the way the little girl said it sounded like judgment, but <laughs> what a little bitch, what a tiny <laughs> little bitch. Like, who the fuck are you? Let's <laughs> um, get out of here. Um, but, <laughs> um, but no, it, it definitely sounded like, but, but it was more, it definitely wasn't that intention. It was the intention of everyone else. Isn't right. What am I missing here? What am I right. missing that's like, because also, like, kids have – I say haram. That's an Arabic way to say poor things. Um, mm. it's, it's a well, – these poor kids really um, – they, they've been trained with a, a new kind of fear, you know? Yeah. And there's enough kinds of fears that we've already been, tra- already been training our children for that we were also trained for. But this is a whole, you know, biological uh, level yeah. thing that, you know, I was scared of chicken pox as a kid. But Same. that I knew I didn't have a, you know, a really morbid p- uh, potential. Does that make sense? If I got absolutely, it? like absolutely, these kids are faced with death, like yeah. you know, at a very early age. To know, even at three and four, they can still understand the mm-hmm. dangers and why they have to wear something on their face to keep them from getting sick. And by sick, really sick. Yeah, like gone sick. Sickness. And so. Yeah. And that's just something wild that a child would have to comprehend in the first place. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because my mom and I were talking about this the other day too. And she was just, you know, in regard to having kids and bringing kids into the world now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I would just be so afraid if mm-hmm. I were, you know, your age, your friend's age and considering, you know, where you're at in life. It's like, I would just be so afraid to do that because mm-hmm. of the fact that, there's so much out there and there's so much that kids are, can be susceptible to yeah. emotionally, physically, you know, it, there's just so many levels of pain and that's always been the case. I mean, there's always been plagues and war and all kinds of bullshit in the world for kids to have to comprehend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think we're living in a period where, especially with social media and technology, there's just so much shoved in their tiny little brains and faces. Yes. Constant. Constantly. Yeah. Um, like the, there's, there's just nothing but digital space around our kids and it, and you work with kids a lot. So, yeah. cause you teach them improv. You also, mm-hmm. do you tutor too, or I teach. So I, I mean, I can, I, I've taught a lot of different things for kids. I've t- not, not, none of which are academia uh, based. But <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I teach, I teach improv. I teach joke writing meditation and I've taught uh, chess as well. That is so cool. <laughs> Thanks. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, if I know one thing about myself is that I only really thrived in the after school <laughs> kinds of programs as a student. So yep, I, they're the only ones that ever interest, in, interested me. Um, and I'm, I'm very me lucky because it's, it's cool because, I mean, I, I started really working with like, I mean, I've, I've, I've taught teenagers improv, um, but I oh, started wow. working with, you know, more like 10, 10 and up 
kind of kind of age range. And it's very lucky because I get to teach kids literally from all over the world, but it was all because of the pandemic. Cause I teach, uh, via, you know, a platform that uses zoom and it's it, like one, it's really remarkable to see these kids resilience and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and it's hard to teach improv. I mean, like I should say I, it's the, of the things to teach, it's the best thing to teach, but it's hard to teach the really core, um, you know, s- skills that you, you don't even realize we, we missed, we were missing before. Like the, the, yeah. the eye contact, of course we focus on that in real life, but you don't get that on zoom. I can look at your eyes and you can look at my eyes, but we're not looking at each other. You know what yep. I mean? It's, yep. it's a, and to help and to, you know, have also only, a third of the kids being visible too to their their other students is a whole weird thing of awareness and really focusing on like uh, facial uh, expressiveness is a whole yeah. thing that I'm learning as I do this with kids. Um, so I mean, even though there's a it's sad and the energy is totally different, and I it's always better to learn improv in person. It is still really wonderful to like see kids imagination come through in newer ways. And yes, again, in a digital space, there's all, all sorts of weird things you can do in this little box that we have, you know? You yeah. Have yeah. This- and I don't want to like discredit kids either in just being like constantly on their phones because mm-hmm. I have a park nearby and I, you know, I'll walk my dogs there's always kids playing and it yeah. makes me so happy. There's always kids roller skating or playing with their, you know, playing T-ball or like bouncing a dodgeball around or mm. like playing on the playground, a lot of kids on the playground. Yeah. So it's like, that makes me happy that they're like, A, that they have parents that understand the need for kids to be out and get their wiggles out and be outside yes. and explore. Um, it's but important. that they still have a safe space to do that, even though we are in a pandemic that makes, that brings me so much joy. Yeah. My nieces, I would take to the park and it is amazing to one, just realize how important and they can, you can feel it. And when they see like another yeah. kid and there's still like a, a, a little sense of fear, but there's also this sense of like, it, it's, it is the cutest thing when they're, they see some kid that they haven't met and like, do you want to play with me? It's yeah. very, you know, very safety thought out first being like, like I, I could see there being like, we're all in masks. We don't know each other, but do you want to run to the slide together? Like it's right, very cute and it's right. very, it, it's, it shows just how much kids value it. And it reminded me how much I valued that when I was a kid. And um, still as an adult, like yeah. that whole, do you want to play with me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's why we do improv. It's like, all we want yeah. is for people to play with us. Yeah. Can we, can we make Absolutely. play together, please? Yeah, absolutely. Make them up, please. And now. Always. Yeah. It's like, I think, and that's like, it's pretty inspiring to see that there still is that. Yes. You know, I think it's like, uh, since I don't have kids Mm -hmm. and I do have friends that have young children, but since we've been not able to see each other, I've completely missed out on so much of the growing up. And I... Like, I think the last time I saw my friend Katrina's kids was in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And then I have another friend who I feel like just had a baby and now that baby's three and she's got a new one. It's yeah. just like, it, it's insane. It's yeah, insane how kids, quickly everyone grows up. Yeah. Watching them exist and then grow up all through yeah. images is 
very, it, it is very wild to like, like, yeah, I, I, I know of pandemic babies who are now walking. Like that is yeah. the weirdest thing. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's also like, oh, it, it, now another level of separation and, and then having to be, try to explain when <laughs> I know I'm going to be one of those aunts who is like, I knew about you. I know you don't know about me, but I know about I you. I know about like, you. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so we kind of touched on this too. I was going to ask you, so what are you doing through this? Like not only to cope, but just in general, like I know you mentioned some meditation, mm-hmm. um, but what are you doing these days to keep yourself occupied, to keep yourself from like not going crazy? <laughs> well, it is nice to be able to see friends again and to feel sick and to feel a l- l- huge lack of risk because I I'm seeing, I'm seeing the same, this is sounds weird. I'm saying the see the same group of people, but they're people that I really like. So it's yeah. like I have uh, like another version of a pod, a pod. Uh, that I can really like, I can ha- enjoy my conversations with, enjoy my time, enjoy being silly and stuff. Um, so that's been a humongous help and yeah, just writing and cre- trying to make art. I, I was, I realized because of the, the quarantine, I like physically making art versus just, well, I mean, I guess that's a complicated way to say that. I, I definitely made art before it, but more in a performancey improv sketch, that kind of thing. Now I'm doing a lot more stuff just for myself where there isn't, you know, I, I don't, it's not a team thing as much, as much as I am like getting to draw and I mean, getting an iPad so cool. to create is a huge, <laughs> has been a huge thing for me. Um, it's so cool. And you're so fucking good at it. You're so it. talented. <laughs> like for those of you who don't know, Joy is also the illustrator of the uh, podcast artwork <laughs> that I have, yeah. that I love, <laughs> that you can see when you click on her artwork to listen to this podcast. I, I can't tell you how honored I was when you asked me to <laughs> make oh my you, God. your head on Garfield's body. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the fact that she trusts me with this endeavor means so much to me. But I knew, I knew you'd nail it. I was like, I gave you such a vague thing to, I was like, I don't know. It's uh, mornings with Megan. It's going to come out on Mondays. I guess uh, uh, an amalgamation of me and Garfield somehow. <laughs> You're like, I was like, maybe with some headphones and you were like, got it, got it, done. And Honestly, it was done. It was amazing. Is, your vision is uh, ethereal. I I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have thought of a better thing for your podcast than what you thought of. Like, damn. So th- I really appreciate you. Um, oh my God. Yeah. It was a no brainer for me. And um, <laughs> you can also, you can see more of Joy's art at Joy Odie Ugly, which is her Instagram handle. And that's oh, yeah. where you can see a lot of her amazing posts. You should have like a uh, uh, threadless or like an Etsy or whatever, yeah, whatever I'm, the kids are doing. I really need to, I'm, I'm, I've been wanting to make like card, like greeting card things with my cartoons oh, as well as like that, yeah. like coasters, shit like that. So yeah, pins uh, and t-shirts and stuff. And like, even yeah. like knit caps, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, to- Ooh, I need some, and I need more baseball caps myself. So maybe I'll just yeah. be well, toting my own, my own cartoonies around. Um, I love that. A warning for everybody who looks at my page. I, I use a lot of hot pink. <laughs> so when I say warning, yeah. enjoy it, but it's aggressive. <laughs> it's, 
soak it up. It's <laughs> <laughs> my kindergarten brain just <laughs> expanded. It's so fun. I love it so much. And like we kind of bonded over that in October because yeah. we were both doing the Inktober challenge. Yes. And we both really admired each other's art because like mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you do it digitally. That mm-hmm. blows my mind because I'm very old school. I'm very like pen to paper. Mm-hmm. I do light inking sometimes if I feel like it, mm-hmm. but usually it's pretty much more like exaggerated doodles. Yeah. And which, so the fact I was that say, you- And they're also so funny because I love to see your, your comedian mind come through <laughs> your cartoons. Um, uh, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. They're like, mine are more like, like little mini, like little dime store comics, yes. you know? <laughs> and like, Yours are like paintbrush strokes and <laughs> shading, and I mean, I mean if you ever really get, impressive. you have the opportunity, and I and I say that because I I had to do it because I had lost a computer, and I was like, I, I want the freaking I want the freaking drawing pad because yeah, <laughs> um, yep. I I did Inktober in ink to paper the year before, which was uh-huh. really awesome. But the the thing that I love about Procreate is that it gives you every kind of tool, every kind of like spray paintbrush, paintbrush, ink, pencil, like all of those textures in one digital piece of paper. And it's insane. Like that's the only reason it's, it's such a, it's such a good piece of technology because it's just, it is what art should be of like, try everything. (laughs) Yeah. And and I never had my mind for, so yeah. What? That still blows my mind. I think there's a part of my brain that's like, yeah, I, I don't get it. It's a computer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes, it, it, it is exactly that. It, it does not make sense, but it all exists. And I mean, I don't, I don't know how a regular computer works either. So it's all really just magic to me. It's uh, magic. Yeah. It's total magic. So it's like a stylus, right? Mm-hmm. You just have a yeah. stylus that you use and then you can use it as a pencil or a paintbrush or like you said, spray paint can or how whatever medium exactly. you want. That's I've, so much I've fun. worked on a friend's, like I tried out his, like the older school version of this was like the, like you said, the stylus, but the, I guess it's still called a tablet, but like the drawing tablet, which was separate from the computer. Yeah. Um, and there's like a, like a half a second delay drawing that way. Whereas mm. with the Apple pencil, it is immediate. So like, it was really hard for me to figure out how people would one, have the patience, but like, thank God they do because it, I mean, the stuff that people come up with is really, truly remarkable. Yeah. But like, the patience of having to have that like second delay was driving me crazy because I'm just too scatterbrained and too air sign flight floaty. What am I trying to say? Flighty energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I was, yeah, I was, I was looking at that pencil for Apple pencil for a long time and I finally had the resource and reason to buy it. So, uh, yeah, I was, yeah, it's a game changer. Procreate man. And the fact that it's such a cheap, freaking thing it's not like a monthly like $15 charge pretty well oh nice yeah it's just the one time so that's awesome see mm-hmm. I, that's a bar any bargain I'm like okay yes I mean give me the give me the deals baby give me the deals baby <laughs> um so you're drawing and you're also you're able to see friends more which is great that's yeah. really really awesome yeah um yeah I was able to go out a couple nights ago mm-hmm. and um it's funny I noticed like this is the first time the other night I noticed this about myself. I was like, you know, after being sober for about a year and three months mm-hmm. now, I've been like, 
it hasn't bothered me when people are drinking around me at all. Mm -hmm. Like I've been able to totally just have my Diet Coke or my ginger ale or whatever it is and be like completely fine enjoying the night. Mm -hmm. And the other night was the first time that I felt like, oh man, I'm like not in on this. I'm not Mm -hmm. in on this joke or I don't belong. And it wasn't so much FOMO. It wasn't like a fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. It was more that I just felt sort of like left out. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it's usually that um, when we'll start the night, everyone's sober, right? So I still feel like I'm included in something at the beginning because no one's drunk yet. Right. Whereas the other night I came in and people had already been day drinking. And so Mm. the night, like the day had begun, baby. (laughs) And so I feel like I was almost intruding on like Mm. a party that had started. I know that my friends didn't feel that way. I know Mm. that the group didn't feel that way, but I felt that way. And so I was like, that's, that's interesting. It was just kind of an observational thing I noticed about myself going Mm. out for the first time since being sober after so long. Yeah. It's, I mean... Like, I, I understand the feeling of like not being a part of the, when, when it's already started and then like you're coming into the party. Uh, Cause it does, it feels weird. It's like, you want to make sure you're on the same level, but you're literally not, you're literally physically not Just on their, not. that level. Um, but not by any fault of your own. Um, right. But I, I think, I mean, it's, it's funny while you're saying that you were making me think of the, I talk to you about this all the time, but it always makes me happy of the thing that you said, which is, uh, if no one, or sorry, if, if, uh, if you feel like you're doing something wrong, you don't, I'm screwing up how I say this. Hold on. (laughs) Uh, when you, when you go into something feeling like you're doing something wrong, trust that everything you're doing is right. Okay. Okay. Improv. And then two, um, and if you are doing something wrong, trust them enough that they'll let you know. Like yeah. that is my favorite thing you've ever told me. I know I definitely butchered it. Try to explain it there. <laughs> oh no, like, it's perfect. <laughs> it is something that like has been such a, like it's, it's a beautiful thing to remember, especially when I'm feeling overwhelming, um, yeah. just because of my inner ego fear monster. Um, yeah. so I, I like that you yeah. said when I'm feeling overwhelming and not overwhelmed, because yeah. oftentimes I feel like I'm being overwhelming others around me. Yeah. I I mean, and that's training that because we're loud women. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, but I, I mean, I love being a loud woman and it's, it's so weird when I feel uncomfortable being myself. Um, yeah, I hate that feeling. Cause I like, again, it's just like a, it's a sensor of like, Oh, I, someone's not telling me I'm doing something wrong. So I feel like Mm. I need to say it. To, to fill that void of the training that I endured as a child. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Or it's like looking for permission, but really mm-hmm. it's like, no one gives a shit. That's what I try to tell myself. And mm-hmm. I tell my husband this lovingly because mm-hmm. we're both very sensitive people. And so mm-hmm. we'll absorb energy or we'll assume a lot or, yes. t- or, you know, think someone's thinking something they aren't. And so it's like, Hey, yes. It's like, remember that, you know, if I'm doing something wrong or if someone is upset with me, I need to trust them enough to know they'll come to me and yes. talk to me about it and help me correct, you know, what I've done, mm-hmm. help me correct what I've done. <laughs> um, but also in a way, knowing that people don't give a shit, they're so busy. Yes. They're too busy with themselves. They're too busy thinking about, you know, what all the platters of crap that they have going on in their own lives. Yeah. They don't care what I'm doing over here, you yeah. know? And it's like, again, if they do, they'll come and talk to me about it. But for the most part, it's like, no one 
worries about like in a loving way, no one gives two fucks about you. Like it, yeah. you're, it's, you're fine. They just you're don't fine. have time. They just don't have time. Um, are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah. Kind of okay. I was talking about the first time I did shrooms. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because this, this was, the, that was the clarifying lesson I learned the first time I did it, which was, because what happened was it was a, what am I trying to say? It was 4th of July and I was at a party and I was one of five people who were like, had planned that this was what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And I was the only person who had never done them before. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm famously anxious <laughs> as a human being. Me um, too. Just, it, it's lived in me my whole life. I'm, it's weird to be an extroverted, anxious person, but yeah. um, yeah. So I, I remember like we all, like when it finally hit us all, like it was taking a long time for it to hit me. Finally it did. And then we were all kind of found ourselves like on this like patch of grass laughing about nothing, you know? And I had this moment of going like, Oh my God, we're laughing. We're laughing. This is all internal, like just laughing. (laughs) And I'm as I'm like excessively laughing, I finally go, wait, why am I laughing? Why are they laughing? Why? It hits you. Wait a minute. Oh no. Are they, are they laughing at me? Oh no. Is it cause I'm, it's my first time and they, I'm being a dork and I'm being too much and I'm overwhelming them and da, 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 da. Oh God. Why? And then suddenly it hits me. Wait a minute. <laughs> if I'm doing shrooms and I feel this way and they're doing shrooms, they have no time to be making fun of me right now or to be annoyed right. with me or to be like, like to be lying about enjoying their time with me or whatever it is my ego is trying to convince me constantly that like, like I'm the negative variable in this, I guess, normal quote unquote situation, if you can call that, uh, yeah, Fourth of July normal, but it, (laughs) it is, I had to like relearn that lesson a few times and I'm always relearning it. I'm always having like, and it's easier now because I'm able to recognize it in the moment when it happens. But even so, sometimes like my anxiety will rise and I just need to like focus on my breathing. And I really have to like be more conscious about not criticizing myself openly to others or mm-hmm. not, or not telling others that I'm doing something wrong before they even have a chance to even think it like mm-hmm. it's really like, it's a, it's a definitely I'm glad to be in the new training of this versus ignoring that lesson. And I I love hearing the lesson in different ways, like the way that you told me, because it just makes things more tangible and more, uh, it feels less chaotic. Um, it's more like it's a pattern that I'm noticing now versus a thing that I am at the will of chained to, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Yeah. I, I don't like that feeling of kind of being, dragged along in my own existence. Uh, right. Right. So, and it also, yeah. that's kind of speaks back to like a, a mini death of the ego in yes. a small way of just going, it doesn't matter. And I don't need to be pulled in all these directions. I can recognize it as a pattern and I can make a note of that to myself to repair it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, I don't have to see myself as so scattered because that's just me. That's my ego being terrified of what yes. other people are thinking and how I appear. Yes. Yes, yes, how yes. I exist in this world, you yeah. know? 
Um, yeah. because we just like we, saying sorry all the time. I, that was one of the things my therapist right. like, you got to stop so- being sorry for existing. You got to stop. <laughs> it's so weird that. to not, not know how to do that for a while, but. I love that she yeah. told you that he, she, yeah. yeah. I love that they yeah. told you that because that's really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a self-forgiveness thing too. It's really yeah. forgiving yourself to exist because yeah. I find myself doing that when I'm trying to meditate and be in the moment. Mm-hmm. There's just like a, for a general forgiveness of like, mm-hmm. it's okay. All the things you are, all the things, you know, all the anxieties, all the depression, all the stigmas that you have about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, forgive yourself of those things. It's yeah. okay. It's can all I, right. Can I ask you, we never really talked, you and I haven't really talked about meditation, but it is like, yeah, I think one of the most interesting things is seeing how people go about it. Um, because I, there's so many ways that's right. Yeah. Like, there's so, it's just like improv. It's like meditation and improv go hand in hand because there's an infinite amount of ways to do it. And I'm always interested to see like what you, what your process is and what you take away from it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, since I have anxiety and ADD, mm-hmm. it's incredibly hard for me to meditate. So I need some sort of stimulation to get me started, whether it's rain sounds mm. or like, even if it's just generic spa music, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like some <laughs> faint flute, whatever. Playing I need some, in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing TLC's creep. Totally. Waterfall. <laughs> it's always the best when you just like you're working on that muscle and you're like oh I love this song I love this song and it's like the music yeah I love it oh my god um I miss like escalator music at the mall oh yeah um yeah it's I it's incredibly difficult for me so in order to even begin I have to have some sort of audio Mm -hmm. stimulation to kind of get my brain clear so Mm -hmm. there's nothing there and then I like guided meditations. Mm-hmm. So I like ones with usually an instructor that kind of guides you through breathing mm-hmm. or helps you let your past, your thoughts pass through your mind or gives mm-hmm. you a mantra to sort of fi- kind of focus and chant on. Yes. Once I'm able to do that for like 15 minutes, then I'm usually able to sort of just breathe out through it, feel restored, and mm-hmm. I feel super, super relaxed. Yeah. Doesn't always make my panic attacks go away. Mm. Um, it's harder if I'm having a panic attack. It's like I'm I I can't meditate. Yeah, it's, I wish I wish I could. But if I'm having a panic or an anxiety episode, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible for me to do it. I kind of have to be already in a calm or even a depressed state in order mm. to meditate thoroughly. Mm. So I struggle with it personally. Yeah. But when it when I do it successfully, I get a lot out of it. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I um I mean, yeah, it used to stress me out a lot more. Um but that was before I understood the the tr- actual point for me at least, the po- the point mm. that I see in it, which is um well what one, yeah, I use the I I would do a mantra every so often, but that would usually be to help me get to sleep. And I used to say just like nothing, literally the word nothing um, over and over again for when my mind, like thoughts were going, like the nothing was like an anchor to bring it back. But Mm -hmm. like as a teacher, what I do too is the, the sorry, where I was going before, what I didn't understand for the longest time with guided meditations was how to not punish myself when I wasn't listening to the teacher. Um, Yeah. Because that's, yeah. That's just what you're, again, training. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like when I was doing it 
early on, I felt super dumb. Like I didn't understand that you're, and I say this at the top of my class, it's like that your mind's job is to think mm-hmm. like that, like they, what they don't, I don't think always explain in meditation is that it's not to clear your mind and stop thinking that. And that's what I think most people get turned off by when it yeah. comes to meditation, when they first hear about it, because it is, it's impossible to turn your mind off, but it's about working a muscle about being able to come back to listening. And again, to not be at the will of your thoughts, but instead let it be more like a side-by-side thing. Like, yeah. like, oh, right. My train of thought is choo-chooing. And now we're coming back to the station of breathing. And like, I, I've, I tell my students, like, you got to thank your brain every time it does that, because it's showing that you're doing something right. I, I think for me, meditation has become a, a, a practice in, in self-love and self and like, again, turning off the anger of existing or, or mm. so not even the anger, but the fear of existing or the, uh, shame of existing more so. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, interesting. It's and it is different for it, for every person, mm-hmm. every body is so different and everybody's chemical, you know, uh, reactions and neuro pathways and their brain are different. So mm-hmm. meditation is going to trigger different things for different people. Yeah. And so I don't think anyone, it, you know, comes to the table and it's like meditation is a cinch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I think, I think it's pretty tricky for most people, even those who are really seasoned at it still have mm-hmm. tricky times with it. Yeah. Um, and so unless you're like, you know, I don't know, the Dalai Lama, it's like you're going to have a pretty a pretty interesting journey, you mm-hmm. know, with your meditation. I think it's like you said, really important to forgive yourself. Be kind. Yeah. Be super kind to yourself. I try to practice that. Mm-hmm. Two things I try to be really careful about practicing on my daily life are being kind to myself and being in the present moment. Yeah. Constantly just reminding myself the only moment that matters is now. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up in the past or the future. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow will worry for itself. Mm-hmm. All you have to worry about is this moment because this is where you're existing. You're not existing anywhere else except for this moment. Yeah. So be here, be present for it. And it does help calm the anxiety a little bit too mm-hmm. when I'm like, okay, I'm here and I, I am breathing. Oh, yeah. I am okay in this moment. Totally. It, yeah, reminding right. yourself that you are okay. That, that was something I was, was uh, noticing this weekend. I, I, uh, I was in a, in a thing with some people who I hadn't really, I don't really know that well, you know, it, mm-hmm. like new, new actor friends. Um, oh, cool. Um, yeah, t- totally cool people. Um, but I, the first day I like was being my boisterous, joisterous self. And <laughs> I could, I could just tell that like, it wasn't being received in the way that I'm with my friends, right? My, uh-huh. And it was putting in me in my head. And I was just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I'm being, oh, God, I'm being too much right now. Like, oh, they can't handle it. They don't like it. Da, 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 da. And then one person in particular I, w- I was hanging out with. And I, and I mean, this is going to sound super judgmental. And I, I hope it's clear that it, it just made it clear to me what my brain was doing. It's not that I was being too much. That, there are, there are people out there and it's totally valid and it's totally okay. Who thrive on, uh, sarcasm and judgment <laughs> in terms of, of how they enjoy life. And uh-huh. I'm far more, um, 
I like to like things. <laughs> There's a lot of people <laughs> who like to hate things. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And yeah. I realized that I was like, oh, so this isn't a me thing. This mm-hmm. isn't that I have not done any, I have, have nothing of any faults of my own. It, it reminded me of a uh, Lizzo. I love Lizzo. Uh, she has a quote um, when she was on David Letterman's Netflix show um, where it was something like, I think when people see someone who is free, they like to label them as an other. Mm. And it felt, that's what it felt like to me is like, I was feeling like an other because I was being freely silly and talk about how much I like your hair or like something like that. Kind of overwhelmingly enthusiastic for some. Um, And it, it gave me a lot of calm and resolve of like, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong it's some people just aren't used to, like I said, aggressive positivity, you know, like yeah. it's, well, especially uh, these days, especially these days. And, and, for, and for such good reason, they're not used to it. Like it's, it's, I have, I really have no ill will towards people who don't vibe with me right away because they're not used to it. Yeah. Um, and, and I have to like, remember like my first impression does not define me and it does not, and people's first impression of me also doesn't define them, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, it's, it's a, again, it's a forgiveness on all fronts, kind of, rem- like, just a forgiveness of self, forgiveness of existence. Like, yeah, yeah. as long as we are existing, we're doing it right. And as long as we're not stopping anybody else from existing or living their lives, we're doing it right. Amen. Yeah. I think so. Amen. And just continuing forward and going like, oh, okay. You know, if you didn't vibe, you didn't vibe. All right. You know, and moving on to the next. Exactly. And like you said, it's like not assuming what Mm -hmm. someone else is thinking either because Mm -hmm. you never know how their day, and they could just be surprised by it. Like I, I find that like, I say hi to strangers all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just be at Starbucks or going to the store or whatever. And like, if someone like I'll hold a door open. You'll be like, hi. Yeah. Most people are taken aback. Yeah. Most people are like, Ugh. like what? Uh, hi. You know, but there are a, f- a few that mm-hmm. are like, oh, hi, you mm-hmm. know, re- and sort of receive it yeah. and like it and respect it. But the majority of people are very confused. And so they're confused and they're afraid because they're like, I thought the rules were none of us were supposed to talk to each other unless we like, <laughs> need something from someone else. Like, no, yeah. it's, like I love, I love giving compliments to strangers. I do too. It, it's, it's the best feeling. Cause like when they feel it, it feels like I can see it feeling good. But yeah. When someone is, is genuinely like, Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Like you can tell it really made their day. I love that. Cause at the end of the day, all we're doing is making choices about how we, present ourselves and live our lives. And when someone gives us the slightest bit of validation, it's you notice. great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. one of the reasons I'm an actor, I need attention being appreciated. <laughs> oh yeah. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. It's just yeah. the constant need for validation. Just yeah. please just, you know, see me, hear me, know me. Thank you so much. Tell mm-hmm. me I did a good job, please. Thank you, daddy. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you, mommy. <laughs> Ooh, validation daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, But I really, I really do love it. It's, it's also funny because you're making me think of, um, you know me, I I just like to make references to other art, but I, (laughs) uh, Bo Burnham, you know, I, I love Bo Burnham freaking much. If he, Hey Bo, if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, (laughs) 
literally a podcast. <laughs> you know, hey, I believe it. I think he's gonna. You never but, know. Um, but like, I was I was watching. Um, you know, uh, uh, not inside, but the one that came before. Uh, Make happy. Um, and like at the end of that special, he's like he's talking about how the market created a way for everybody to perform all the time. So, Mm. and he's like, uh, and what do we want more than to go home at the end of the day and see our life as a satisfied viewer or Mm -hmm. something along those lines. And I, I, I mean, I agree. And it also shows in his next special, like the, you know, he's been in the public eye since he was 17, maybe earlier. Um, being successful and how much it's messed with him. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's a weird thing to think about because it's like, I do like when I do, (laughs) I mean, I'm a comedian, so I'm always posting stuff, but not, not even as much as other people who are doing it incredibly successfully, but like the, the courage that I need to say yes to a freaking 15 second TikTok or Instagram post. I know. To put it out there and then for me to get caught in the loop of watching it over and over and over again, trying to convince myself, yes, this was worthy. Yes, this was valid. Yes, this was funny. Yes, this was, um, you didn't do anything wrong by posting this. It is a weird kind of cycle that I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to say I hate it because I'm, I am grateful for it. I'm grateful for the opportunity being able to put out our point of view and our art out there, but it is scary to think like, to not, again, to not be, uh, uh, to not invalidate myself when it is the, one of the most valid things that everyone is doing. Like yeah. it, 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 it breeds such a weird cycle of, um, self-consciousness and pride and, uh, oh, yeah. and, and embarrassment and need for showing all of myself. You know what I mean? Like it's, just a constant world of dualities and dichotomies that are feeling like they're always supposed to be at war with themselves. Yeah. Um, when in fact we can just fucking throw out the this or that and let it be both. Um, and like, just let it just like, let, let it be an okay thing. That's another thing that meditation helps me with. It's just like letting it be okay. Letting it be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, obviously in the internet, it's a little bit hard. It's not like you can let it pass because it's there. It's stuck. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can always delete shit, but it's there. I mean, it's just, it's going to be there forever as long as you decide. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I totally understand what you're saying about that. And also (laughs) just the picture of like posting something and then going back and watching it a million times and being like, yes, this is okay that I did this and it's not embarrassing and yeah. I'm not, people aren't going to laugh at me and this is worthy art. And like, we all do it. We yeah. all we do all it. Do it. And, and, and about uh, something I learned from a friend um, was like, even if there are people who think this sucks, I'm not doing it for them. Right. Like that's what I have doing it for you. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. That at the end of the day, I'm not doing it for anyone else. This is for me, whether it's a dumb, dumb dance video or me (laughs) whacking a golf ball around or a clip of my stand up. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? This is who I am. This is a glimpse and a picture of who I am. Is there a part of me that that, that does it for validation for likes? Oh, you bet it. You You bet I do, do, baby. You bet I do. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's also just a way to fucking express myself yes. when all my avenues have been shut 
down on me. Mm-hmm. I have no home theater. I have no place to go. Yes. Luckily now, knock on wood, you know, now that stand-up venues are coming back around, I've been able to perform more live and I'm mm-hmm. so thankful for that. And I hope it continues. I hope yeah, I get to do will. more of it. Yeah. Absolutely. We got to do some open mics together, by the way. I was just going to say, I yeah. think, yeah. Um, I have some people who I've talked to like about doing like a caravan-esque type of thing. Yes. Get, like let's hit three spots in a night. Let's just make that our evening. I'm in. Um, I don't I'm care in if I it. hear your same set three times. I yeah. <laughs> we can give each other notes over coffee and cheeseburgers. What? It's going to be great. Yeah, really I think important. that that, and I need that like kind of fellowship too. The yeah. fellowship of the comedian rings. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gimli. Um, <laughs> I thought I was Gimli. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like you're more Elvin. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay, I'll be Legolas. You're Legolas, and I'm just. The hairy, hairy <laughs> <of> the axe. <laughs> axe. I'm Lebanese. We're a hairy people. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't mind it. Uh, shout out to razors and shaving cream. Um, but <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I what I was gonna say. What was I gonna say before that? Oh, um, in, with the idea of the validation and like going and posting our stuff and like I was thinking about this when I was. Uh, again, another shameless plug for Joy Odi Ugly on Instagram. <laughs> but I, was, I was thinking about it and I was like, this is the digital way to put pictures on the fridge and hope, it, but like yeah. not waiting for mom or dad to put it on the fridge. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, cause, cause we know that, like, way to put artist, it. Yeah. It's, it's evolving. It's getting like, it's getting better. Some art, art might be worse than others on certain days. Like, uh, like I, I have to like get over the, good enough. And like, again, I'm, I'm proud to put it on my own fridge. And that's where like I put essentially on my, um, in my bio, because it's just like, it is, it's just a collection of all like the, you know, crayon drawings that I, I was pretty, pretty liberal with throwing away when we moved out of my childhood home with, you know, not all of them, but some of them I was like, yeah, I don't need it. And I saw my mom going like, oh, how dare you. It was sad, but it was also like, well, this is also like 20 year old paper. That's very musty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say like, this is my, this is what I'm going to be remembered for forever. So. My best work. My best work. <laughs> Me drawing a picture of a poop. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. Like Honestly, frequently. So fine to draw. <laughs> <laughs> Poops and dicks. What Poops can I say? Poops and dicks. Maybe that'll be my next drawing. It'll be dedicated to you. it's a new way to um so what joy what is something as we're we're starting to wrap up here Mm -hmm. tell me something that has brought you joy joy this Mm -hmm. week something that has brought me joy this week um there's so many i good oh i like to hear that it's really rough when someone's like oh i uh Oof! This this week, huh? I, uh, I let me think about this for a minute. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I I usually do go that route, but I'm forcing myself to. <laughs> like I gotta tell you, passion planner it makes me write down good things that happen. It's a little teeny box they have in that passion planner, but yep. that's brilliant of them because it makes you literally write more stuff in that more more than you would. Sorry, hold on. Let me reassess this sentence. Um, 
you'll have more things that will fit outside of the box, if that makes sense. Yes. So yes, I use yeah. mine. You gave Joy gave me a passion planner for Christmas and I use it every day. It's and it's been minutes. really helpful because like I used to put all my shit in my iPhone. Yeah. But then to me, it was just in a cloud. It wasn't something that was tangible or in front of my face. So I'd forget about stuff or like get a reminder this, that day and be like, oh yeah, this thing. Yeah. So now I still put everything in there for safety, but sure. having that tangible like calendar in front of me with also like little quotable quotes and exercises for the day is super yeah. great. It's so, it's just a little bit of like, yeah, tangible, like it helps my motor skills. I love the feeling mm-hmm. of crossing something off a list. Feels so good. So good. It's such uh is an endorphin rush. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I I think <laughs> trying to think of like I got to perform this week, which felt really good to be live with people. I I I think the thing that really helped me this week was um <laughs> like knowing that I was making good impressions on people that I didn't know that well at a certain yeah. point. You know I mean? That's a re- a thing that I'm like. It, it is my biggest anxiety of, again, not making good impression. And also like with it in a more like material way, I was much freer with my outfits today in terms of, or not today, but my, this week. Uh, yes. Like, like really expressing myself through my clothing and feeling valid in my funkiness and the things that I like. And sometimes I'll like dress like a, like even today, like a nineties kid in Richie Rich, but like, <laughs> 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 I love I, it. I enjoy it. I lo- like be like feeling I, I've been watching uh Project Runway Junior. Oh my yes. god. Yes. I, I think if I were to do it all again, which I still, you know, my I would love to go into fashion because I think it is such a Oh, you'd cool be world. amazing. You I would be it. you have such a funny aesthetic. Talk about like fun splashes of hot pink and floral <laughs> and combat boots and yes. all that. Yeah, you would do such a you'd be like You'd be like a a Betsy Johnson type for sure. Okay, can't you see it? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Okay, first two things. One, I was like, I hope she says Betsy Johnson. And uh-huh. <laughs> the fact that you did that made my like, like I was in eighth grade, and I still like I still get emails, and I follow her on tw- on Instagram. I, I love, love her too. Betsy Johnson's. It, like that has always been my thing. Like feminine, but like me too pinky edgy little bit yeah punky like, I gritty i like me too one of my pinterest boards like if i were to make if my staff i were to be on project runway and they were like tell us who you are what is your aesthetic it would be, it yeah. would be all just like like kind of really girly like like lisa frank if she went to a festival you know what i mean yes that's my whole that's everything i love um, yes, you're like neon, neon yes. punk. Yeah, I love that Le- Lisa Frank. If she went to a festival, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Fucking I love, love that. Frank. God damn! How, how do you make? Me. How do you just make a bunch of animals and rainbows? Like she just figured so it out. Successful. That's, all, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah, giraffes. so successful. Exactly. Surfing and there's the still like she still makes stuff, right? Yeah. There's still a new generation of girls that are like Lisa Frank girls. Fuck yeah. That's so cute. I love and, that. And you know what? Lisa Frank boys too. And, and like, yes, all kids, I get it. Like, I love the freedom of like people, of children also being okay to like the color pink, regardless of the binary. Like that. Hell I, yeah. Like that's one of the things I love about my students is there's such, a, I can see a new kind of freedom that I never had as a kid. 
Like Mm -hmm. I, I felt like I loved hot pink when I was a kid and then people made fun of me for it because it was too Mm. girly or whatever, which is also weird. Cause like, I don't like, I feel kind of like I'm a 10 year old, like, like I want to, like, I want to like be on rocket power, you know, like, I want to be. but like, also why can't hot pink like feed into that? And why can't, you know, I don't know. I, I just like the idea of any color being uh, to something claimed or labeled. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's such bullshit. bullshit. And that's what Lisa Frank and Betsy Johnson say. That's what they say. Bullshit. (laughs) um well joy where can we find if you want to be found we know we can find you at joy odia joy odie ugly where else can we find you you can also find me at joy mamie uh all of my comedy stuff is at joy mamie my art stuff um, hey y'all, I want some more followers on that art page. You tell me yes. what you want. You get you 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 get over there. We'll make you some really loud cartoons. Uh, Absolutely. And yeah. I'm it's not I'm not kidding. We need to get you a setup with a shop because okay. there'd be so much merchandise that would be fun to sell and wear. Yes. I will if I do that, you're gonna get the first uh you're gonna get the first hat. Excellent. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um either. Well, I want to say thank you so much, Joy, for joining me. It's really, really, really fun to talk to you. Thank you for being on this podcast and just coming along with me for the ride and being one of my very first guests. Thank you for having me. I think you're amazing. And thank thank you for doing a podcast about like talking about mental health and goofs. Yeah. I just think it's important. I think it's important that people feel like, A, they're not alone and also that there's resources available um, and that no one's too cool for school. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like no matter how we can appear, it's like there's always shit going on underneath the surface and we're all just fragile idiot baby human beings, aren't we? (laughs) We're just fragile idiot babies. Yeah. That'll be our our first cartoon that you and I voice, fragile idiot babies. Uh, I can see it. I yeah. can actually see it really clearly. All right, I'll pitch it to you. I'll, I'll make a pitch pitch packet for you. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. All right. Well, we will talk to you again soon. I hope. Yes. Thank you so much, Joy. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Morning with Megan, podcast produced by Arlo Sanders, artwork by Joy Mamie, and hosted by me, Megan Parks. Please join my Patreon at patreon.com slash morningwithmegan where you can get access to brand new episodes early and even some video footage if you want to see what we look like while we're talking and not just what we look like while we're listening. You know what I mean.